will advise the government on labour negotiations with government unions like AUPE. The problem is that as of this morning, he is still listed on the AUPE's website as one of their chief negotiators. Please tell us, Madam Premier, that you didn't actually hire the fox to guard the hen house. Derek, did the government give the official opposition something on a silver platter with this one? <laughs> uh, well, you know, <laughs> you call it question period for a reason. You ask questions, you don't get answers. We have questions they don't, they don't like, they, and they answer questions that weren't asked. Um, look, I, of course, opposition likes to, likes to make hay out of things the government have done, but I just wish they wouldn't have done this uh, in the first place. This is... Uh, very serious. And actually, I, I would correct something you said. The government did not announce that Mr. Davidiak would actually be uh, working for them. They actually did this by an order in council very quietly, and it was our researchers who found it. So what's really happened here is that uh, the government has hired one of the chief negotiators from the AUPE to now sit across from the very same table and negotiate with the AUPE. Now, in their defense, what they've said is uh, it's not uncommon for someone to have worked for a union and then work for an employer, and that's quite correct. But what is extremely uncommon, if not unprecedented, is that he, well, just last week, was working for the AUPE. This is the very same table. He's not just changing sides in the orientation of the job. He's now going to be negotiating with the very same team that he worked for for the last five years, talking about the same thing. Okay, now let me play devil's advocate here for a second, Derek. If, if you're the general manager of a hockey club and you know there's a good chance you'll meet a certain team in the Stanley Cup final and you hire their coach away from them to coach against them, couldn't that be an astute move? Well, it's either one of two things. It's uh, either the government is negotiating in extremely bad faith with the union by stealing one of their guys who knows all of their inside secrets. And that would, that would be a huge labor code violation. But that's politics. Yeah, or, more plausibly, I, I would think, uh, what the government has done here is hired someone who is uh, very close with the NDP, um, who, and as, as I put it in question period yesterday, that it is really the, uh, the fox guarding the hen house here. I mean, l let's be clear that this is not any old union uh, debate, uh, negotiating with any old employer. This is the AUPE, which is le legally and, f and fundamentally a actual part of the NDP, the way the NDP is structured. AUPE union bosses get a direct vote in who even gets to be the NDP leader. So there is a very strong relationship between the two. And I think, at the very least, the perception if not, if not the reality, is extremely poor here that they are taking uh, one of the chief negotiators from a union that is intrinsically and financially tied to the NDP to now negotiate with that very same union at the very same bargaining table. Now, Derek, it seems to me as an observer that this government is in an extremely tough spot right now. And I would imagine behind closed doors, I don't expect you to admit to it here, you may have your popcorn ready to see how while facing a 10 or $11 billion deficit and needing to find new contracts with Alberta's teachers and nurses, this government has its back against the wall. Realistically speaking, do you think, I mean, if you describe this as a family affair with the AUP and the NDP. Is there even room for nepotism here? I mean, this budget's as tight as it's been in Alberta in a long time. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's a well, it's a serious question. Uh, we're facing the most difficult financial uh, situation I think the province has ever faced. We're going to be staring down a $10.4 billion deficit this year, which is more than twice as large as the next largest deficit that we ran in our history, which was in 1992. Um, the Wild Rose opposition believes we need a reasonable and measured approach to balancing the budget over in a multi-year plan, that it's going to take several years. No matter who was in power this year, I, I think it'd be fair to say there would be a deficit. The problem is we've got to have a plan to get back to balance and control expenditures. And there's just no room right now for any kind of effective insider trading between the NDP and its unions. Now, we don't know what those deals are going to look like at the end of the day, but we simply cannot afford sweetheart deals to the dues-paying members of the NDP. We've, we are in, an, in a hugely challenging environment, and the Wild Rose has been putting forward constructive and helpful solutions to try to improve the situation. And one of those is calling for a government sector wage freeze. Not, we're not even calling for a cut in it right now. I mean, people are losing their jobs, and some lucky people are actually taking pay cuts. They're not lucky to take a pay cut, but they're lucky to still have a job, and they're accepting pay cuts so that their companies can stay afloat. And I think that it is entirely appropriate that those of us collecting a paycheck from the government should at the very least not be seeing raises right now. So we're, we're paying a very close, we're keeping a very close eye on how the NDP handle, handle their government sector labor negotiations.